Go Terrence Crawford. Go Terrence Crawford. So, <laughs> welcome back to Just in the Nick of Time, our very special episode, number 15. That's a multiple Whoa, of five. That is a multiple of five. <laughs> Slap like for multiples of five. Yes, we stand five times tables because they were the easiest. So, do we stand them? Not. I a, feel like. So, as, as, as much as I can stand a math times table, I stand. The math I, times I, table of five. If I have to stand a math times table, it's zeros. But um, the originality. But um, the teachers don't give you zeros and ones more than once. They'll give you fives a couple times. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta love the dumb kids. They get tripped up by the <laughs> zeros, you know, because those are the ones that just like. So in math, what they're trying to do is kick all the creativity out of you and ruin you as a human being. And so what you got to do is you got to get get those points that they give the ones that actually take creative mindsets. Like like the outliers are for people like me who suck at math. But but like can remember the dumb idiosyncratic rules of things. And so like zeros and ones were my wheelhouse, man. I also was like oddly good at sevens because of football, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. Oh, I was like, so if you score the touchdown, if you score the, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, except when it was timed, I was bad at everything timed because I'm terrible under pressure. And, uh, if my, if my performance, as as, as we saw in the quiz last week, yeah, my performance in the quiz, I'm coming for you, man. There's, there's going to be a quiz that you were going to bump your performance up to a three out of 10 on the bowl game quiz. Cause I was unaware that destination XL does no longer sponsor the Frisco ball. Thank you. So you now have three out of 10. For the correction, I will take my thirty-one per, or my thirty percent. Thirty. That's why you're not getting all the way to the bank. <laughs> so we're in Nebraska, and Nebraska has sports, mm-hmm. but not as much sports as the volleyball team season ended with our third sweep coming against the Wisconsin Badgers. There's not much I can really no. say except that no. they're just better than us. Except that they have seniors and we don't. Yee-hoo. Everyone do the not having seniors dance. Great dance. I think that uh, at some point we will have our friend Lincoln, who is a volleyball expert, yes. because we say he is, uh, and also because he's involved in the Iron N, uh, which is the student volleyballness organization of yeah. things. Uh, it was a word soup. Uh, we'll have him on to kind of do a recap of the year and yes. a hype up for next year and just a general volleyball episode so get hype for volleyball episode and we said it on air so it's gonna happen if that were true if that were true (laughs) if only that were true we do our best we are but feeble humans um yeah and then uh as you put in the show notes or or the uh the the the, the doc of things that we to talk about word soup um coach frost be crutin crutin which you spelled, and I just want to say this because it ruined my life and I want to ruin others. You said, you spelled it apostrophe <laughs> C-R-O-O-T-I-N. That's how you spell Cruton. Cruton sounds like, like a real idiot who's just stumbled across saying the word Cretan and Crouton at the same time. Like they're trying to call a Crouton a uh, a Cretan. I don't know. I don't know why you did this to us, but you didn't know. Here we are. It's not my fault. I'm gonna turn myself down. I'm fired up today, kids. Fired up. That's what you do when you're Cretan. Nick hates recruiting. Like I think that it is the lamest thing that we talk about in sports, and yet everyone is like obsessed with it. And I just melt every time that I have to think about it because it's so boring to me because I've been burned so many times because our players are always supposed to be better than they actually are or we don't coach them up to potential or and and then I just feel like we are using like old championship rings and the sexy sexy looks of Scott Frost to just totally like you know decimate young burgeoning careers So, Scott, I guess what this all builds to must be incredible at selling this place. Mm-hmm. Because we've gotten some decent recruits, which Justin will now run down. Yes. Just looking at our class here, we are 19th ranked nationally. Hashtag and in the Big Ten. We Hashtag have a, quite literally a page full of four-star commits. 
right here. Legitimately? Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at our 247. That's something I didn't want to wake up and say today, but I had to. <laughs> you have to scroll down to look at our three stars. So that's, that's pretty nice. good. That's nice. And that's not even on mobile, kids. <laughs> so if you do it on mobile, you can just keep scrolling and scrolling. Fourth in a big tent. Yeah. Hmm. But behind, I believe, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. All so, on the other side. Yes. So we should. Four star, four star. No, five stars. No, we've, just scrolling down, we've got like two five stars all time. Oh, seriously? 24-7. They, they give it like what? 25 stars a Sue year. Sue was not? Oh. You're kidding. He wasn't a five star? No, he was a he was a find by Bo. Not that a four star can be considered a, like fine, a but, fine. But when you see what he's done, Mary, yeah. Marlon Lucky, who I don't even remember, but it was before my time, and Chris Spectac. Septic, septic, this is septic. Um, yeah, never heard of him. Nope, nope. <laughs> big, okay, so so tanker. so honestly, four stars. We're happy with. We're happy with wide receiver, outside line. We're looking at the things that I want us to be looking at. Yes. Good wide receiver. That's what I was looking for. I've heard of Omar's Manning's name on Twitter. I believe. Yes. So. He's six foot four. Nice. Two twenty five. So just based on size alone. We need guys like we need guys like him on the team. Oh my God! Can we talk about how the running back listed himself as five eleven and a half? And uh, <laughs> Sevion, we'll call it six. The whole state will will you that extra half inch. Just call it six. Ah, that's what Henry did. Henry's from Miami Central in Miami, Florida. I don't know anything about Henry. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm really, normally I'm, really I'm not wild about it either. But we gotta be, talk about something, kids. Because yeah, we're not. Normally, the guys who are, like, at the front of the class normally don't pan out as well as, as I've said before, just looking through the top recruits all time. Yeah. But this year, in a year where the offseason was built around having no hype, having a top 20 recruiting class, that'll get something flowing through you. What was our recruiting last year? Ooh, good question. This is something I should have researched. Twenty. That's me. I'm the. You should have researched this guy. <laughs> Go twenty four seven because apparently they're the Bible. Oh gosh, we were eighteen last year. But most of those guys redshirted, and then the ones who didn't were like Wandale. So are these guys redshirting? Most of probably, these guys yeah, will redshirt. Prob it's probably gonna be like so two to three years before these guys yeah. even step foot on the field. So. So that's another reason why normally I'm not into recruiting, but this year, no, like we were, I've been reading we about it, and, and, and we have like we had like a target list, and we've gotten like every guy on our target list so far. Okay, that just means we set realistic targets, Justin. <laughs> look at this. Like, look, our our national rank is going to be one lower than last year. I will care about this when we have. A program to protect. Mm. We don't have one yet, you know. But so I'll get excited about yeah. this when I'm saying, okay, this is the guy who ends up replacing the guy who ends up replacing, you know, yeah, star who is leaving. Which at that point will be Wandale. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But the the key thing spouted by Frost uh, believers is that he just needs his players. Well, right now in the search for his players, I'd say just numbers wise, he's gotten a pretty good start to that. We, we, we don't know if he's going to develop them. We don't know how they'll play out in the field. But he's got his guys. So That's Cruton. That's Cruton. <laughs> bowl mania. Capital One Bowl mania. Let's it's, go. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We have, we have a group on the ESPN Capital One Bowl mania official, official site. What's the group? i got to join the group. Oh, you haven't joined the group? It is called Justin the Nick of Time. Nice name. Yes, it is. It's a great name for a bull group. It's a terrible name for a podcast. It's the best podcast name it's I've totally ever made. I found it. I found it. I found yeah. it. Official group of the podcast. So if you, if you want to beat us, you, you think we don't know crap about football. You're right. And you want to prove that to us. You're setting us up this oddly group. similar to Shut Up Simple. Okay, but sh every time I listen to Shut Up Simple, it's always like, 80s movie trivia. I know. Um, <laughs> so I actually know some folks who have like played Shut Up Simple before. I think that they pick the weirdest things like on purpose. Oh, absolutely. So that, like, that's what makes the segment so good. 
I don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shut up. Simple's kind of cool. It's we a should, good segment. But I, I stand by my fact that like call-ins are the worst part of sports talk radio. They can be. We will never do a call-in. I, th- I thought you said mm-hmm. one episode just we, to see. We will never <laughs> ever with a willing Nick McConnell. <laughs> Like, Justin will probably force me to do one at some point. Yeah, because I do want to do something where I just go, where I ask my Instagram followers for podcast topics and just see what they want us. Oh, that's fine. But, and like, like actual call-ins, like, oh. hi, I'm Dave from Muskogee. <laughs> no, not acceptable. But Capital Mania, we're doing a confidence uh, group, which is where you pick all of the games and then you rank your picks by how confident you are that you're going to get it right. Don't understand it? That's okay. Neither do I. <laughs> so let's say you're super confident that LSU will beat Oklahoma. Then you pick that game and you move it to your 41 point confidence slot because there are 41 bowl games. Thanks for narrating what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So that is how it works. I've already made my picks. I like my picks. I don't love them necessarily because with bowl games it's not like a regular football game because you have to factor in motivation as well yes this is true this is totally true and some schools are always there are some schools that are just bowl schools yes you know what i mean yeah navy's another team that you just don't want to see in the bowl game because they always get stuck in like the military bowl because you know they're the military and then no really (laughs) good lord (laughs) And they just blow past some. Is there a soul. Coast Guard Academy? Yeah, petition but like... to move Coast Guard Academy to Lincoln, effing Nebraska. Why? Where is our coast? You know we have a navy. What in the world? Yeah, but like it's just one, made of... when it's located here. Yeah, it has no ships, but there there's only one rank. They're admirals. If you do a great service to the governor and he wants to award you something, he makes you an adver- admiral in the like Nebraska Navy. It's like our Medal of Honor. Oh, so it's like an honorary Navy. Yeah, but you get a sword. What? Yeah, they give you like a whole like Navy saber. Is it, is it pirate sword? No, it's like, it's like yeah, it's or, like or a curved it, it a, like. Oh, it's curved. Yeah, yeah. Let me look this up. Yeah. Okay. So I was wrong. It's not. Oh, it's slightly curved. Is, is it more of a pointy or more of a slicey? Yes. <laughs> Here you go. Ooh, that is a. I don't know. I would sword. definitely describe it as a saber. Because I, I'd if, say that's more of a pointy than a slicey. It's, it's, I, no, I think you do both. I think it's... it's oh, it's, it's, a zig, it's a zigzag. It's a zigzag. So that's how it works. And fo- so for my most confident game, I'm doing Appalachian State over UAB in the New Orleans Bowl just because of the sheer disrespect shown towards the Appalachian State Mountaineers in this bowl season. They are the 20th ranked team in the country. They are higher than a team that is in the New Year's Six Bowl this year. Virginia is 24th, and they get to play in the Orange Bowl solely because they are in the ACC. They're the ACC runner-up, because ACC is so bad this year that they need to send somebody to the Orange Bowl, because that's like the ACC's thing, which is a thing, because everyone wants to be the Big Ten and have a team go to the Rose Bowl. But the Orange Bowl is never going to mean that much to an ACC team as, as a Rose Bowl to the Big Ten. I'm sorry. Let, let Appalachian State in that game. And don't have them against 9-4, Conference USA runner-up UAB. At least give them the Conference USA champions. At least give them a group of five champion or like a 7-5 and five power five team. Like, don't give me this. Don't pretend like this is a fair matchup, RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. What's going on here? Okay, I've just moved that to my top five because I think you've, you've actually... Like laid out a pretty good, yeah, pretty good argument. I am mad on behalf of all of Boone in North Carolina right now. Man, poor Boone, <laughs> poor Boone. I'm confident Utah is going to kick the crap out of Texas. I that's what I thought last year when Texas played Georgia in the Sugar Bowl because I, I thought Georgia was going to be so po'd that they missed the playoffs and just take their anger out on a substandard Texas team. But Texas won that game. I don't know what it is about Texas, but they show up in big games. And I think in the back of Utah's minds, they might have that Georgia mentality of, we really should be in the playoff. And they're going to find it hard to Why? work themselves what? up for the Alamo Bowl. Because it's the Alamo Bowl. They didn't even get to a New Year's Six. They're going to San Antonio to play Texas in what's going to pretty much be a Texas home game. And with a Texas team that's got good bowl experience been there before 
I I I still picked Utah, but that's a very low confidence game for me. Confident that Penn State will beat. That's what I'm thinking too, because Memphis's coach just left. So oh, now so, that's a hot take that you need to give us while I make decisions. Is it fair for coaches to leave before the bowl game? I do not. I personally wouldn't. I I don't like it. I, I really don't like it, because. Like, well, you heard it here first, folks. Justin doesn't like it. He really don't like it. Because <laughs> you signed the contract for the whole season. Like, basically, if you're doing good enough to... Hey, hey Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a reason they call bulls. The postseason. Okay. It's after the damn season, Justin. <laughs> I, I agree with but you. But you I'm commit just yourself to, to a up. team for, like, this long, and then as soon as you get the greener pastures elsewhere... I get why you would move up, but just coach them one uh, last time. In I the hate bowl. Western Kentucky, so I'm actually moving it up to the 33 spot of confidence. Yeah. I thought I expected it to go higher with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me, because they're actually probably the favorite to win that game. Like, like imagine if a player wanted to grad transfer, but so he just plays for the team he wants to transfer to in their bowl game. Do you realize how much fun that would be? That would be a lot the of fun. The sheer chaos? <laughs> oh, God, that's a brilliant idea. If, your... if coaches can do it, players should be able to do it too. Okay, I believe. I'll buy that. Yeah. That's fine. But I still think coaches should probably be able to. I think it's nasty. I think that the people get disparaged for it and should. I've decided. Yes. I'm done. Oh, I'm looking boy. at this thing. Whatever's in whatever spot now, I move the ones I'm really sure about to the top, I move the ones I'm not so sure about to the bottom, the rest is just going to be a smorgasbord. So is it probably, like, uh, you know, unduly high that I think that uh, the Tulane Green Wave is going to beat the uh, oh. Southern Miss Golden Eagles at 27 points? <laughs> yes, it is. And I don't care about the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. <laughs> Are the Raging Cajuns so definitely going to beat Miami that I think the 28 points of certainty? I have no. That, I have that at 37. Okay. And I okay, two, Boomer. I, I have Tulane at 32. And that's, wow. that's based on okay. football because I legitimately love that Tulane we're, coach. We're fine. We're fine. It's fine. We're fine. Everything's Submit. on fire. So, yeah, join our group. So it's getting in the winter months here, and you might have to scrape ice off of your car. You might have to drive on the ice. So you could be sliding all over the ice like an octopus in Detroit. No. Red Wings fans, why? Why? That's right. We're talking about hockey fans and how they have a tendency to throw things on the ice. Yes. So I think that this is a fairly well-known thing about hockey, but people like to throw stuff onto the ice. For the memes. Um, and we are going to walk through, at first today... The Legend of the Octopus, which dates back to 1952. <laughs> Tell me this story, please. Before so I go, do, do you have any ideas as to why the Detroit Red Wings throw an octopus onto the ice? The Red Wings have a lot of rivals. Yes, they lots do. Of people dislike, They're an old team. Lots of people dislike the Red Wings and have for a long time. None of those teams are named the Octopi. <laughs> um, D- Detroit is Motor City. Yeah. Some engines are V8s with eight cylinders. But Octopi had eight legs. back in 1952? Oh, no. Um, well... It's Just actually not that exciting. Uh, oh, but how is throwing an octopus onto the ice not that exciting? Having eight arms, the octopus symbolized the number of playoff wins necessary for the Red Wings to win the Stanley Cup. Because it was a two seven-game series playoff format. So if you won eight games, you won the cup. And this you know is what? Dumb. You know what has eight games? An octopus. Eight legs. Yeah, <laughs> nice try, bud. So a live octopus? No, uh... Pete and Jerry Cuisimano, brothers and store owners in Detroit's Eastern Hold Mon- on. That was the most upper Midwestern name. <laughs> Pete and Jerry Cuisimano. Cuisimano, Cuisimano. How's it spelled? C-U-S-I-M-A-N-O. We're going to go with Cuisimano. Cuisimano. So the Cuisimano brothers. Yeah, they got an octopus from a 
from their market, from the fish section of their market. So I assume it wasn't a live octopus. And wait, so it's a real octopus. It's, it's a real not a live octopus. It's, it's real. It's not a living octopus, but it is a very, in fact, real octopus. And yeah, for good luck, they threw it. On, on the ice and each tentacle was like the symbolic of a what <laughs> yeah well, so first of all this is a waste of perfectly good calamari although if you're in detroit i don't know <laughs> oh i'm just being mean to poor detroit today but the red wings are kind of an annoying fan base right like, lots of hockey fan bases, I feel like, are really in your face. Yeah. But the Red Wings are just, like... They brand themselves as hockey town. Like, yeah. Like, you're already Motown. You right to, like... Shouldn't this go to, like, some other... Like, shouldn't it be in Canada? Yes, exactly. Like, Calgary. Yeah. Or, like, Edmonton. Montreal. Or like, El like Town de Hockey, as they say in France. No, they don't. But I do have a weird Montreal fact I want to talk about later that involves a song. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, we will we will we will discuss random hockey things today. And they still do it. They still do it to this day. An actual octopus? An actual octopus. I hope this isn't after they Zamboni the ice. But I don't know why I think a Zamboni is gonna fix that. Well, Al Sabatka, the head Zamboni manager. No, of course this plays into the story. And of course his name is Al Sabatka. Yeah, this is great. I love everything about this. <laughs> he is the person who retrieves the thrown octopi from the ice. When the Red Wings played at Joe Louis Arena, he was known to pick up the octopus and twirl it above his head. So do you As... remember that time that we had to dissect squid in like the sixth grade? Oh, yes. And it was, like, disgusting, and there was ink everywhere. It was horrible. I would just, like, poke it. Yeah, it was... Like, poking the eye of the squid, like, squeeze. It was terrible. (laughs) Can you imagine if someone had just picked up one of those squid and been like, ah, like a friggin' soccer (laughs) towel or something? Like a a soccer player with their shirt? (laughs) Oh, my lord. That's ridiculous. That's just terrifying. And then in 2009, they banned him from doing that. From from winging it? Because according to NHL spokesperson Frank Brown, matter flies off the octopus and gets on the ice. Yeah, no kidding. No (laughs) kidding there's going to be octopus matter. It it became a hot button issue in Detroit, and it was dubbed Octopus Gate. Is Detroit one of the original six? I ha- I believe so. There's also like there's the original six. There's the original eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the original six were. But they did. Are, they did loosen the rules so he can twirl the octopus, just not on the ice. So so he'll go to the Zamboni entrance and still twirl that octopus. Awesome. Montreal, Toronto, Aston, <laughs> Chicago, Detroit. And then New York Rangers, who have not won, didn't win a Stanley Cup when it was just those six. That's sad. I'm proud of you, New York. But neither did Boston, which is my team, so that's sad. (laughs) Although, I, so here's the thing. The the Bruins hate the Canadians, Mm -hmm. and the the Montreal Canadians are growing on me. I, I have no problems with the Habs. Like, should we become like a Habs podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yes. we should become a Habs podcast. But anyway, um, tell me more about things on ice. Okay. We both have Wikipedia open. That's great. Things on ice. Well, it's like pigs the, in space, but boring. Nashville, uh, they, they're an expansion team. They throw a predator on? They throw a catfish. What? What is it with nautical things in ice? Like, I, I don't understand. Which... But it begs the question, how do they get that thing in the arena? Do, do, do you, does the guy with the catfish just walk by security like, I'm the guy with the catfish? And they're like, okay, cool, you can bring in that catfish. But then if somebody else comes in thinking they're the guy with the catfish, do they still allow them to take that catfish? Because it's normally only one a game. How do you, I imagine that it's, like, sanctioned. Yeah. Are you talking about the first time? Yeah. For- well, all these dumb things started in, like, 1970. When, like, you know, yeah, but, things but, but just they, happened and people put up with them. <laughs> but the uh, the catfish started in 98. So did somebody oh. just bring a catfish and security was like, okay. go ahead and 
I, it I was care. still the pre aforementioned date. So oh. like security is probably not a thing at like arenas and stuff as much. Mm. And there's a couple more interesting animals on the ice facts I want to throw at you. Uh-huh. Okay. The Florida Panthers, during their 1996 Stanley Cup run, <laughs> uh, Scott Mellenby killed a rat in the locker room prior to the team's home opener with a stick. Who was this? Scott Mellenby. No, who is the team? The Florida Panthers. But why? Just because it was hanging out and it's like, ah, oh, it's a rat. Kill it with a hockey stick. I think when you're a hockey player, you just want to hit things okay fair enough <laughs> that's probably true so then the fans immediately picked up on the the idea and began throwing plastic rats on the ice to celebrate goals the nf the nhl was not really happy about this because it took too long to clean up so they said you're gonna get a delay of game penalty if you keep on throwing the rats so during a playoff series against the new jersey devils okay i should preface this by saying that they just moved the rat throwing to after the game to not interfere with the cleanup and then they would just clean up the rats and resell them for the next game but during a playoff game against the devils devils fans bought the rats were threatening to throw them on the ice to get the home team a penalty and since then the tradition stopped wow so there's a lot of reasons to dislike the new jersey devils i don't mind them Nah, because, like, Marty Brodeur was their big, like, oh, and look, he's a you... slime ball. Oh, what's wrong with Brodeur? He cheated on his wife with his wife's brother's wife, who was also the nanny. Dang. I'm no, okay, I, I literally just last night watched a whole, like, hockey beef video about oh, okay. him, and uh, it's an SB Nation video. Let me look it up. Okay, because, like. That's terrible, but like, that's like next level. Like, I'm gonna cheat on you. Sean Avery. Sean oh, Avery is the guy. Avery. Yeah. Sean Avery used to toy with him. And then those two Did would you get really. The clip where he's just putting huh? him on the goal. Yeah, they talk about that. Yeah. They had to literally make a rule for that, like, literally days after. Also, the NHL has a really cool, like, history of, like, people do a new thing and then afterwards they're like, no. <laughs> no. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> but for that game, it's great. So I think the best way to field a hockey team, because they play like what, like a hundred games a year if they have to, if they go deep in the playoffs, <laughs> would just be to come up with a new stupid gimmick every game that was technically legal. You go undefeated. Oh my gosh. It's not technically illegal for a player to throw an octopus in the face of an opposing goalkeeper. He just, he just lifts just rips it out of his shirt. It's a live octopus. Plus he like hooks it onto the goalkeeper's. He just, he just like squeezes in the ink, just blocks out his face. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how octopi work. We should coach an NHL team. Hire us, Lincoln Stars. <laughs> I don't know if the Stars would hire us, but I think we can get the Storm too. There's like four people that go up to those games. Oh, minor league hockey. It's fun. It's 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 fun. Go see minor league hockey. Okay. Oh, his son plays. His son plays. That's nice. Where's Marty Brodeur from? <laughs> Who uh, did he have this son with? <laughs> oh no! Let's had, find out. If he had it with his brother's wife. Whose kid is that? His the, Justin. It's, there's no transitive property of fatherhood like, here. Like, <laughs> but, but but when your wife gets pregnant, like you'd assume you did it, but then you find out it's your brother's. You let him keep the kid. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, like how do the Brodeur family dynamics work? Okay. It's definitely his ex-wife. Okay, fair. Yeah. I, so it was, his first, it was his first child. Rift. Well, no. He married the, the brother's wife. Oh, what? He left his wife for his brother's wife? Yeah. Let me look this up. <laughs> how is there not just like a giant blinking part of this that says, Scandal! Personal <laughs> life. Here we go. Okay, Brodeur married Melanie Dubois, a native of Saint-Libre, Quebec, uh, in August 95, with whom he has four children. Melanie filed for divorce during the 03 playoffs amid reports during that the playoffs? Brodeur was having an affair with... This is the real name. This is the actual name. Genevieve Nolt, <laughs> wife of Melanie's brother. The incident was referred to uh, by the opposing fans during the playoffs. The reports proved to be true as he and Genevieve married in June 
Their first child together, Maxime Philippe Rodor, was born in 09, which means that that child might have happened. Like, what? <laughs> this is ruining backyard hockey 2005 for me. Brodeur seems like such a nice kid. Nope, real bad guy. Real bad guy. His older brother was a minor league pitcher for the Montreal Expos. I have another video. Here's a video you should watch. Look up Chicken on the Ice. Okay, I will. But also, he co-owns a business called La Pizzeria Etc. Oh, God. <laughs> Which sounds like the worst pizza in the world. Etc. What is the etc? Breadsticks? So- Cheating on your wife? <laughs> With your wife's brother's <laughs> wife? <laughs> oh, the French do it different. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is his name Martin Brodeur or is it Martin Brodeur? Martin Brodeur. He also played like 12 games for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, and then just like was like, I don't like St. Louis. And then St. Louis. What? Did, did Brodeur ever win a cup? I don't know. I think so. I think the Devils won. Yeah. Won while he was there. Who was I looking up? Oh, Chicken on the Ice. Chicken on the Ice. This is this is a, some top-notch quality content that I want. This to sounds like it. the squirrel went to church. Smuggled <laughs> no. the chicken in, and how long did he have it before he threw it out on the ice? The chicken looked like it was scared to death. It wasn't moving. It was just all huddled and, and stationary on the ice. Someone said it is a foul deed to do <laughs> at a hockey game. The puck was in the king's Gets zone. Gets me every time. All of a sudden, from out of the stands, as the puck was against the right wing boards, a live chicken gets thrown out of the stands, out onto the ice. <coughs> <coughs> Whose game was this? The Los Angeles Kings. Of course. <laughs> California hockey is weird, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> like, hockey and California just don't feel like they should mix. You know... The Kings, the Ducks. Yeah, why do they have three teams? I know. It's weird. I don't know if their attendances are that good. I I think the LA Kings draw pretty good. I know the Sharks have a big fan base. I'm not so sure about the Ducks, but yeah. For whatever reason, um, also, yes, yeah, San Jose. I think part of it is they're big cities that normally wouldn't get a team because mm-hmm. they're close to other big, big cities that yeah. have like two or three teams. Yeah, and if San Jose... If there was a city with that population that wasn't in California, they'd have a lot of teams. Just mm-hmm. that there's so many other markets to grab in that area. Mm-hmm. So, and it's silly to have that mm-hmm. many teams concentrated there. It's like how, like, New Jersey. Yeah. You know, parts of New Jersey are, de- like, northern Jersey is big enough to have its own teams on its own. Mm-hmm. But it just uh, piggybacks on the New York teams. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's an actual chicken on the and ice. they kept playing. It they just kept them, going? Took them like two minutes to stop the game. As far as weird hockey things, um, one thing that I really adore about hockey is the goal horn and goal song. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some great compilations of like all of them on YouTube that you should totally watch. There's nothing quite as triumphant in any sport, I think, as being like, yeah, we scored on you. So now we're going to blow some sort of like railroad horn or ship's horn really, 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 really effing loud and then play rock and roll or (laughs) hip-hop and chant that you suck. Like, there's nothing quite so just aggressive as a fan base that you can do that is is like that. But this is the song that they play in Montreal. And I'm just going to play the goal horn section of it. Oh, wow, that's not how, at all how I expected this song to start. Should, we should probably turn this off so I don't copy, get copywritten. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know that the, the French Canadians are going to come after you for it. Probably not. Translate this page. Okay, this is literally Google's translation. Oh, no, this is actually... Okay, Quebec is really cold. It's yes, the same it all the time. Worse, it's okay. We have plenty of space. Uh, this is a terrible translation. Win! I like to believe that that's the, the actual ro- words they sat down and wrote. All right, we need to make a hockey anthem. What's something about our town, our city, our province? Well, it's cold as hell. We're cold. Outside. No one lives here. There's a bunch of empty space. 
win! <laughs> in times distant that the French were called Canadian, at a time when pucks were made of dung, <laughs> we brought together men whose common destiny is like an endless film in technicolor and tricolor. What? Blue like the Saint Laurent, white as the winter, red as the blood that flows through us. The body of the team is the heart of the nation, and each year must end with a celebration. Is, is that the yeah? No, that's the that's the part where they say uh, the the yeah. That's the wins. No, when they say Gagne, Gagne, Gagne. Yes, Boston, Philadelphia, with the ghosts of the Forum, were not afraid of anyone. Each man gives the maximum for this year to be good. <laughs> In the spring, the like fever is universal. Good. The blood is sap rising to our lips. Our knights are on the run to bring the grail to Montreal. The tournament is a way of the cross strewn with excitement. That sounds like... They call it a way of the cross. This is some medieval type stuff. Yes. This is like a prophecy you would read. Like the blood must rise like sap and the victory shall be quenched. And then just shove some Canadians on yes. ice. Like... <laughs> Pocket rocket, boom, boom, converge, cabo, cabo, casino, Noslan. I don't know what that means. I don't know a soul who's not a Blackhawks fan that doesn't just despise the Blackhawks. You know <laughs> what I mean? I mean, I like their sweaters, but everything else, like... Oh, yeah, they've got a cool, um, like, a cool logo and everything, but the whole, like, ethos of the team. Although, their goal horn, coolest goal horn. Have you heard this one? No. I've actually been, like, watching more hockey. Not Me like, too. I got not, ESPN+. Not, like, Plus. watching the games live, but I've been watching, like, highlights and stuff mm-hmm. this year. Not that I, I, I barely know who's good, but I've been, like, watching highlights and enjoying them. All right. Ready for this? Yes. So a good horn. Solid. Solid horn. Really loud. Now, that, that gets good. Oh, I love the choo-choo. Yeah, the, the, the second one. Three. Yeah, you're pushing it now. It's Chelsea Dagger. Like there is no like the hockey song. Exactly. Like it just feels like like celebrating white men. Like you know, it's great. I just got hit by a beer listening to it. Yeah, I know, right? Like I I start to feel like my beard grows a little faster when I hear that song. Yeah, pretty solid. Pretty solid. I actually don't like the Bruins one. What is it? I think it's just. But what's the Tampa Bay Lightning one next? Because I'm not. I'm not like a Lightning fan, really. But like we used the, to be big Lightning fans. Yeah. Lightning fans when but we played backyard hockey. Because they've got the coolest logo. Yes. Even All though, right. even Here's though their the team t- name should be the. Ooh, that's a bit long. What's what's in the background? Not my favorite. Not my favorite. I don't know what that background noise is. Yeah, that's not very good. That sounds like a knockoff Chelsea dagger. Yeah, not cool. Here's the Bruins one. What is that? The lightning? That one was the lightning. This is the oh Bruins. boo lightning. You're cooler than that. Okay, they got Zombie Nation going. Oh. It's fine. It's yeah. nothing special. Huh, I haven't listened to this one. Here's the Oilers. That's quality! <laughs> can, can we just sample goal horns for the rest of Absolutely. We've got like 45 minutes left. We do! <laughs> this is good content. It sounds like you have a live band. Like, yeah. Like they have like a house band up in the rafters. Ooh, I think we could probably find it all NHL goal horns. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Lightning should be called the Tampa Bay Thunderbolts because it flows better and it's a plural noun. That's that's the point Lightning, I was trying to Lightning's make. Lightning's plural. Eh, but it also, doesn't I like sound sing- plural. I like singular mascots. We are one thing. We are lightning. That's kind of cool. But I am a lightning. You can't say that. You know, you can't say I am an avalanche. Like okay, this like, is gonna be 13 minutes of just. This is the Anaheim Ducks. What's the theme song to Mighty Ducks the movie? Because I feel like that should be their goal horn. Because Mighty Ducks know, 2 was a quality is, movie. This is bro him. Bro him. 
I'm not a fan. No. No. Five out of ten. What? Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Maybe even a four. Here's Arizona. Howlin' for you. By the Black Keys. Sounds like it'll work for the Coyotes. The horn itself I'm not wild about. Let's see how it transitions. There you go. Oh, it's this one. This has been in commercials. I don't know what for, but I know it's been in the commercial. I'll give this that a seven. Yeah, I'll give it a solid. I'll give it an eight because I like the howl. Yeah, I like the howl, and I like how it ties into the team name. Who's this? This is the Bruins. Yeah, we heard we the did Bruins. This one. I like the horn of it. Yeah. But you really no way. Save it. Into, I want to react to. Is it? Is something? Like... It's the Sabers. This is the Buffalo Sabers. Get ready. Okay. Go big red. Good horn. Very brash. Quality horn. That's noisy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ten out of ten. Here we go now. Here we go now. Oh, that's a ten. Yes. Absolutely. All right. This is Calgary. That's a good horn. <laughs> it's a good horn. Very noisy. It's, it's not very, as it's gritty very as the last train, one. Which I like for Calgary. And this feels like... That cut off too fast. I don't like the transition. No, I don't like the transition. The song's fine, but not great. It doesn't do Carolina. anything that... If, like if, if, if theirs isn't Rocky Like a Hurricane, I'm going to be disappointed. What? It's They're the Hurricanes! Be. How is that not an obvious choice? That was terrible. Three out of ten. That was a bad experience. What? That was a two. You're like, I, I like the Petey Pablo at the end, but... Rocky Like a Hurricane is right there. I know. North Carolina Take Your Shirt Off is not what you want to be saying at a hockey game. I don't think it's what you want to be saying at all. <laughs> da, 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 da. So the, we covered this one really yeah, good. Yeah. Colorado, Chase the Sun. Good horn. Oh, it's a specific remix for them. Very good horn. Oh, that noise. That's, that's, that's really a solid good. eight to a light nine. That's that's a that's a nine. That's also, a Chelsea nine. Dagger's a ten. I think we covered that earlier. Yes, that's the quintessential hockey goal horn song. Who's this? Dallas. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Columbus. I hit the wrong one. Oh. Yeah. So okay. Who's this? Colorado. This is Colorado. Ooh, that's a bad horn. Oh, it's an okay horn. It's like a three horn. That's worse than okay. I guess it's like a five horn. Overall, too. That was lame. Nothing about cooler. this says Colorado. All of these things would be cooler in an arena. But. What okay. song even is this? Here's Dallas. The song's called Puck Off by Pantera. That's an automatic good eight. horn. Good horn. It's very crowd filling. Oh, Don't personalize it. No. I can't stress this enough. That's really lame. Detroit. Solid horn. Great horn. Easily an eight mm -hmm. on the horn. It's, it's got like an old school feel to it too, which is Which is nice as an original 16. Yes. That's, this is very Detroit. That's not very original six, but... It says Detroit, though. Okay. I'm gonna give that like a a, a seven. I don't like the this horn song. The horn is a nine. This goal. This is the song's a five. They should have like some Eminem or something for Detroit. I'm sure they used to in the past. These change yeah. like every year. That's, okay. No. It's a very hockey song. That's that's about as middle of the road as you get when it comes to goal horns. Oh my god! It's Jimmy Eat World. Oh wow! Here's the Florida Panthers. Solid horn, not, not nothing good. It just good. takes some time. <laughs> it's not that. Smart. Living in the middle of the <laughs> Eastern <laughs> Conference. Whoa! Yes. 
This reminds me that so much get of- like a six and now it gets an eight because of the- That's a nine, because that song sounds like it belongs in the Madden 07 soundtrack, which is the pinnacle of music. The Los Angeles Kings. Oh, you gotta love that. It's an existing song about LA. I can't even hear it, the horn's too loud. Uh, oh, there it is. was, I love LA. Okay. And now it's... Oh, did they switch it halfway through? Yeah. Oh. It feels elaborate. It feels like yeah. they used to do I Love LA every time. This is a Minnesota Wild. Good horn. Good horn. I prefer the toots. I don't like the one big horn. Yeah. You need... You need... But, 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 but this seems like a riot, honestly. Just with the stuff in the background. Like... Here's the thing. Oh, they're playing the Power Willie song. This is like an eight, eight for me. That's traffic horns. Oh, I like Montreal. Oh, okay. That that helps a bit. This isn't the song. You lied to me. The old one was way better. The other one's way better. That's a good horn. Oh, that's gotta be Nashville. Yeah, it is Nashville. That's a ten for Nashville. Uh, they they had this written for them, like this version of I like it, I love it. Oh. Yeah. Did you hear that? No. I know what it is. Oh about yeah. Score, I, love it, I want some more of it. That's good. It fits I Nashville. like that's it. A, that's a solid nine. This is New Jersey. Bit quiet, but not about a horn. We have some like some Ozzy Osbourne, like some devilish rock. No, that's no. generic hockey. And you're the, you're the devils. Go all in on metal, man. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that. This is New York, I assume. How'd you know that? Oh, we're going alphabetically. <laughs> it's the Islanders. Islanders. The, not a bad horn. Good horn. But it's not like above and beyond. Power Willie song again. At least it's a different section though. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's called Crowd Chant apparently. Yeah. Kansas State made an awful promotional video to that song a few years ago. Really? That's how I know this it. This is called Slapshot. This is the Rangers. That horn could be a bit louder. Rangers logo is great. Classic. Don't even know what it's supposed to represent. I just love it. It just feels like a hockey logo. Ugh. Another one that wants to be Chelsea Dagger. At, at least this one sounds like, this like a crowd sings along to it. That's a seven. This is Ottawa. Who have a great logo. I like this horn. That was cheeky. I like that. Song two. Woo-hoo-hoo! Okay. Yeah. A solid one. That's a solid one. That that's a nine. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably about a nine. Here's Philadelphia. That's a very long horn. Yeah, too long, too much. Not a fan. Okay. Alright, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I don't like the Flyers. (laughs) I just don't. Here's Pittsburgh. Another team I don't like. Decent horn. Doesn't it doesn't have that let's go wild atmosphere to it though. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I good said... one. Good one. Uh good song. That's, that's mediocre it. horn. Seven. Eight. Cause I like I like the song. I, I can picture that going wild after a hockey goal. Ooh, yeah. That's gritty. This that is San Jose. Oh, it feels nautical, and they're the sharks, so I like that. This says, oh, they blow the horn again during the song. Thoughts on that? I like it when it's a song that's like, that's dorky like this. It's not like serious jock rock, you know? Yeah. So I'll, I'll take it from San Jose. I'll give it like a six. This is this a good is horn. St. Louis. That's a good horn. I need some, please only play like a blues song. Not like some EDM song. So there's a story behind this one, actually. Oh. 
they have tried time and time again to make this like a real like rock song, <laughs> but like people just will not allow it. And it's been the same organist for like ever. <laughs> and they love him playing when the blues go marching in. Uh, oh, that's ha- that makes me happy. Yeah, it's kind of sweet. Okay. As much as I love some blues going here, you get a nine for that. I'm going to give it an eight. Because I think that there are so many opportunities. This is the lightning. We already looked at this one. Yeah, it sucks. All right, here's Toronto. Good horn. I love the deeper tone. I love the double bill there. We're at an eight so far. I love this song. I don't know that it fits a hockey. It doesn't fit a hockey atmosphere. But I love this song. This, this is, is like, like walking down the street ship, jam. Yeah, this ship, is like, yacht rock. This is yacht rock. Who's this? Vancouver? Impressive. It is Vancouver. The Canucks. Oh, I like the horn. Which might be a slur. Oh, this is some solid hockey music. Yeah, a talk about love is a good choice. I love that. All right, now Vegas. This is nope. so Vegas. Nope, this is so we're a new team and thus feel the... Oops. I, okay. I give that Vegas an 8. Here's Washington. Oh, Lord. That's aggressive. And I like that, and it's different, and I like that. Or maybe that just could be, like, the outside arena feed given all the crimes happening in Washington. <laughs> hey oh, Hey oh. Politics joke! Oh. And now... Not directed last, at any specific people! Last. Winnipeg. Possibly least. It's Winnipeg. I don't like this. I do not either. That's, this is a four. We'll leave it with that. I love their logo, though. Look at that logo. You got the leaf. You got the jet. You got the circle. You it got the wow. for this iteration. You could put them. that on the side of, like, an Air Force jet mm-hmm. for Canada. Not that Canada has an Air Force. I'm sure that they probably have, like, two planes. <laughs> Given that it's officially Christmas season, it has been has been for a minute three weeks now. We uh, took it upon ourselves to think about what Christmas really means, and that's watching Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Capitalism, baby. What's Christmas if it's not for mass consumption? Nick is right, and <laughs> good lord, <laughs> let's just get on on with this. We're talking about Christmas movies because they're a thing that people do. There's 25 days of them. All right, what's so so sh- let's let's break this up in a couple of parts. Like best, you need the hot takes today, and I'll just react because I really don't have, have okay. opinions on this. Okay, come at me with the hot takes. The best, I'd say you have to say Christmas Story is the best. I disagree. What? Maybe I do have hot takes. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is the best Christmas movie. Both are great. I love the Christmas Story, uh, but like- Chevy Chase is at his absolute prime in that movie and all of the moving pieces cousin eddie's funny all of the kids are funny the boss is funny it's one of the most memeable films of all time that'd be great but the christmas story i i I think it flows from meme to meme a bit better that's true i love the narrational aspect of it that is really nice because i think it's it's a celebration of being a dumb kid at christmas Mm mm-hmm which is, like, a really vivid memory for those of us who were dumb kids. Yeah. And it's not like everything goes wrong. Like, there's stuff that's actually good in his life that he just chooses to ignore because he's a dumb kid. And I love that ignorance of it all. And I just it's just funny. Like, every scene is iconic in its own way because each scene is so different and unique. Like, there's the bunny costume, the leg lamp. Every little thing in that movie... Is just a different funny object each scene. I think that I like the style of Christmas Vacation a little okay. bit more. There's just more stupid that happens too. Mm. Like just more general stupid. The ending. Like the 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 Pledge of Allegiance and then the national anthem and burning things and a squirrel or a cat or whatever that gets into the tree. Like the, the, those two are really, really great. Oh, Die Hard's an underrated Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. What? It happens on Christmas. But is the plot about Christmas? Yeah. It's about things that happen on Christmas. No. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> you lose. Uh, Polar Express is really good, but slightly overrated. Yeah, slightly overrated. Nightmare Before Christmas is way overrated. I hate that thing. It's super you lame. You hate it? Yeah, it's because it just gives like the weird emo kids in high school an excuse to make Christmas emo, and I don't like that. <laughs> and we're like, I'm Jack, and I'm like, no, it's Christmas. You got Halloween, and it sucked because of you. It's time for Christmas, not emo. Uh, sad. Sad, sad. No, Christmas is happy. I, I, I say... I like I like where the movie goes with it, but Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is just, in general, an overrated story. I forgot one of my favorite films of all time. White Christmas might be one of the greatest. Never seen it. Yeah, it's an old one. It's it's old. Is it, is it a Wonderful Life Christmas movie? I'll give you that. Yeah, it's under Christmas dramas here. Okay. So, yeah, I think that that's pretty... I like that one a lot. Miracle on 34th Street is not that good. Never seen it. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's fine. All of the Santa Claus movies are lame. I like the second one where, where there's like two different Santa Clauses. No, nah, no, nah, they're lame. They're I super like lame. It. It's so dumb. It's funny. Die Hard is listed. Die Hard is listed on this <clears throat> website, which is Google. Google says it's a Christmas movie. It also says Home Alone is a Christmas movie, which I guess. It is. Sort I, of. I count Home Alone. If you count Home Alone, you have to count Die Hard. Home Alone's got, like, Christmas trees and stuff in it. Yeah? Die Hard happens on Christmas, too. That's not what the point of the movie is. It's about dying hard. I like The Grinch. The not original the, the original. I'm not a Jim, huge Jim fan Perry's of the new ones. Jim Grinch is not very good. I'll give you that when it comes to The Jim new Perry. animated Grinch was supposed to be really good. I haven't seen the new animated Grinch, yeah. but it was supposed to be really by good. by the trailers. Um, the Muppet Christmas Carol solid. I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. It's it's super good. Full best Christmas special of all time. What's that? Star Wars Christmas the special? The Star Wars Christmas special. Star Wars Christmas special. Ten okay. minutes of unscripted, unsubtitled Wookiee dialogue. You're kidding. Really? Yes. That's how it begins. Ten minutes of... Watch it. Oh, here's this. It's the cover of the Fraggles, but in German. <laughs> Die, Fraggles. <laughs> I don't know why Google Images was like, you need to see Die, Fraggles, but I've now seen Die, Fraggles. <laughs> they wrote a... He's written a new one. Yes! What? That was a noise that you made. <laughs> that was... No, Variety. Skip the ad, Variety. What? There's a new Star Wars Christmas special? The Star Wars franchise is no stranger to the strange and odd, but the wildest of offerings from the galaxy far, by far and away, is its bizarre but beautiful Star Wars holiday special, and John Favreau is ready to resurrect it. Please, John. The TV special celebrated the Wookiee Holiday Life Day, aired on CBS in 78. Wow. Jefferson Starship was in that? Oh, yeah. Why? I like Jefferson Starship. <laughs> You thought they wouldn't be in it? I swear, he better keep it true to the original. Wow. I, I want Wookiee dialogue. I want no explanation of anything. Dude, they're making this thing. Like, it's going to happen with dumb celebrity cameos. Oh, okay. Top top celebrity cameos you want to see in the Star Wars Christmas special of round oh, two. Go. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um... Guy Fieri. Uh, Guy Fieri should obviously be involved. I think John Favreau should play himself. I yes. Um, <laughs> John Favreau as, as himself. John Favreau with Chewbacca. Uh, uh, Sean Spicer should be involved. Uh, like Dancing with the Stars. Scar just, uh, Scaramucci is just there. The Mooch. The Mooch. Um, <laughs> who else should be? Uh, Kesha. Kesha? I'm feeling real Kesha vibes from the new Star Wars Christmas special. She, she can um, be a part of the acid trip. The entire sure. cast of the Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, <laughs> just all of them. The extras and all. Just following Aquafina, who's like holding a, a space scepter, and they can all be from the same planet called Azia. Um, I think uh, what else would be great? Um, just... I want to see it, but it's Jar Jar Binks' people, the Gungans, instead of Wookiees. I think a Gungan Christmas special would I be the memeiest of things. I want to see Wookiees with Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron? No. No. Justin, hear me out. 
Cajun Ewoks. Yes! Just Ewoks that, like, stumble around and go, Go Ewoks! Go Ewoks! Which is basically what they did in the first place. Ewoks are the Cajun people of Star Wars. History Channel presents Swamp Ewoks. <laughs> oh my god when a new star wars movie comes out history on our days work like a, a parody spinoff of all their shows they go like they go like you know how they go like mud fishing where they try and grab the catfish out of the tubes mm-hmm. and the rivers yeah like that but with the weird trash compactor monster <laughs> and it takes like 30 ewoks to lift it and just like <laughs> they fry it on one single spit that they like all turn together <laughs> And Guy Fieri's the one doing the frying in this. And then Gordon Ramsay comes in. This this uh this 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 garbage monster, the one way ticket to Flavortown. <laughs> oh I crap. Love- I could be watching Liverpool right now. Alright, gonna stop recording. Nice. In three, two, one.